0: Hey, welcome everybody to The Four Outdoorsmen on MyBobCountry.com. We have a lot of fun here every Sunday night. Mark, uh, Sam, myself, and um, our buddy Brandy behind the glass taking care of us. All we do is laugh and learn on The Four Outdoorsmen. How are you boys? How was your week?
1: It was uh, very action-packed. Building the we had a barn raising party. A really? Ooh.
0: Did you have any Amish helping you out or something like that?
1: Uh, do you see my beard?
0: Was uh Woody Harrelson there? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we don't
1: have a cow. We have a bull.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, I forgot about that that's part. That's a funny movie. I'm gonna go brush my teeth. Yeah, that's a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. we uh,
0: we got, oh, really. I think I've been Wilsoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Munson. Yeah, I got. I got. <laughs> I got the story right. I oh, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: What's that mean? You know, you got the you whirl by the horns and yeah. then you totally screw it up.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, Sam. You're building a barn.
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're building a pole barn. Um, been out there three or four days this week, uh, but yeah, it's coming along. We we could definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel. We had to stop obviously because of winter, and uh, we picked back up and we're going strong. So it's it's. Uh, I've helped you for five minutes or so. You did. I helped you cut a root. Yes, you did. And that was a big root. I keep
2: waiting for you to say, hey, I'm working on the barn. I need you to come out and hang out.
1: I'll text you tomorrow morning.
2: Was the root... Not during normal working hours oh, okay. or baseball, but okay. for the... Th- so I have Thursday the, yeah. between
1: 7.30 and no, 8.15? no, no.
2: Sunday from noon to 4. I'm pretty free. Okay. Was the
0: root near the roof? <laughs> <laughs> that- I'm excited for you. What are the dimensions of the baby?
1: Uh, with the lean twos, it's uh, 60 by 72.
0: But you haven't got enough crap to put in there, do you?
1: Um, well, I'm large.
0: <laughs> I'm excited Animals, for Animals, you're going to have horses yeah, and
1: dogs. Get, and- oh, my. Are
2: you
0: uh, going to have dogs? How no. come you don't have a dog? You've got four
2: kids. Yes. Are you allergic or something?
1: No, I'm not. My uh, sister-in-law is very allergic, so that was a big reason why we haven't had them. But Kirsten and I have <laughs> talked about that, I don't know, going on 10 years about a dog, but you can have an outside sh- dog. True, hit it farm on dog. the head. We got four little kids, you know. And yeah,
0: that's busy enough. Yeah, but I'll tell you what: what a perfect, a perfect gig. If you have a sister-in-law or relative you do not like who is allergic to dogs, you get a dog. Yeah, uh, I'd love to have you come by, but, but you know, Buster's here. We love her though. But
2: the thing is, you you have a farm. You can have a farm dog, like my oh, in law hey Marco, get a dog. My uh, In-laws' <laughs> farm dog does not go inside at all.
1: I know. We talked about that too, because the reason I wanted one is if, like, if I'm away you know Mm -hmm. it's a it's a good security um it's an alarm system but yeah i i could see us eventually down the road getting one we're definitely going to get i can't believe i'm saying this a couple barn cats you know for mice and stuff but uh they will never come in my house (laughs) good
2: because i'm allergic to cats (laughs) i i personally
1: hate cats i think they're spawns of satan oh but uh i love
2: cats but i'm allergic
1: i just they just have evil intentions you look at a cat and the way it looks at you, it's like they're looking at you like I could take you.
0: I think Pretty much. It, it's musky bait. Cats are musky bait, yes, in exactly. my opinion. But I don't yeah. know. I've never I've never fished for a, mis- for a musky. I have no idea. But I'm not a big cat fan either. Yeah. I know they're God's creature and everyone, everyone's right. good. But. And they're
1: good for barns, you know, keeping the mice out and stuff. But other than that, you, we uh, started planting our cornfield. Kirsten's been hard at work at that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, got to put a new food plot in this year and tilled that up, planted it, and... Call type packed it. We're, With uh,
0: all the work on your property, how come Kirsten's so thin and you're so you're not as thin?
1: What were you originally going to say? Never
0: mind. I saw your look. <laughs> you were at no, like, not like, as thin. Yeah, I'm like you sh- that's a lot of work, isn't it?
1: Well, do you think I'm fat?
0: I didn't say that.
1: Okay, then <laughs> next subject. Hey,
0: did you hear the, you hear, about the <laughs> hear about the twins today?
1: Speaking of Sam, did you hear the new buffet that went in over? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, to answer your strew, uh, questions, Strews, I like to snack. Kirsten stops eating exactly right after dinner and won't eat until late morning. Wow,
0: that's, that's a disciplined plan. woman. And that's I've dis- tried it, and wow. I've
1: made it to 830 and had a peanut butter and jelly. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's, that's hard I'm wonder, to do. It's hard to do. I can relate.
1: It's hard, it's
0: true. Oh, I know. I, I, I'm just kidding. Hey, I know you are. I, I'm serious. Did you hear about the Twins today? Did you listen to no. the game at all? Uh-uh. They're down 5 nothing going into the eighth inning. And they won 7-6. to or oh, oh, they're, they're down that. 6 nothing going into the eighth inning. I love and that. Seven to, oh, it. And won 7-0. Oh, I saw the last two winnings. What are we up so in it, first by like three or four games? I don't know. It's early. Yeah. It's early,
2: but still Maybe fun. we'll make uh, the playoffs and then lose in the first round. Like every <laughs> other team ever. I saw yeah.
1: a stat that we have like a... Uh, I don't know, it was like, if you're a batting average, we were batting like 144 for Minnesota sports, making it past the first round in the last 15 years.
0: Yeah, I'm not surprised. You know, I'll tell you what, I was listening to, uh, uh, what's the guy's name, Dick Bremer, who is the uh, the uh, television guy. Yep. He's been around forever. Familiar, he's familiar, yes. He's funny, he's irreverent, he's just a good, good guy. And a couple of nights ago, Arise struck out twice, which is rare or something, because he's got a, 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 he's leading in the majors, I believe, in, in on-base percentage at times. He's at phenomenal. Back. He's really, really good. Anyway, so he he uh uh he struck out one or two times a couple of nights ago and as Rick, they're in Kansas City and Dick Bremmer's walking to his car and somebody in a Twins uniform, I mean his jersey rather, sees him. Hey, Dick! Hey, Dick, i tell you what. When you see a rise, tell him, we are watching him, tell him he's got to crouch more because I notice now he's standing, he seems to be standing up more than he was the last couple of weeks. So tell him he's got to crouch. So Dick shared this story with, with Arise the next day, just BSing when they're seeing each other in the ballpark. And he was like three for four with a line drive. And then he had three singles today in a row. And uh, Dick Bremmer says... Must have been the crouch. Yeah, that is so funny. Did he actually
1: change his stance? Oh, I have no of, idea. Yeah. I have no idea. He is a very, very, very consistent uh, clutch hitter. He can battle. He can fight off. Like I'm very impressed. And he's gonna. He's got a, like a Joe Mauer eye. I think Joe Maurer has always had the best eye in baseball for balls and strikes.
0: He struck out tonight in the. Uh, he had three singles in a row, which means he was on base seven times in a row. And he struck out the last time looking at all three pitches, but two of them were not even close. They were close, but not strikes. And he yeah. was right. The umpire was wrong. And he's walked away like a, a gentleman as yeah. he is. But he's a great, great. He's doing well. I'm excited about him. Mark, what's going on? I heard you got your boat out, right? You did some fishing, right? Yeah, I went to um, Bald Eagle
2: Lake is right by my house. I took the boys out yesterday morning. It was very cold. It was very yeah, windy. for real. Um. The plants just seem behind in the metro. Like normally after opener, things start budding up and reeds start popping up, and um, everything was still pretty dead. We we caught some fish, not a lot of big fish in that lake, but we caught we caught enough for a meal. And uh, was out with the boys for I don't know three four hours. Had a great time. Just got everything. Everything going so good for you. Um, they don't really have the patience to fish for walleyes yet, so I'm excited to go fish for some walleyes. And my soon,
0: guess but... is, when you picked up your boat from Power Lodge, p- p- mm-hmm. p- Power Lodge, everything was all clean up the carpeting was clean everything right.
2: Uh, no, I, I cleaned I I cleaned my boat for the first time yesterday, and I've done. I'm one of those guys that does like 40 hours of research before I decide to do anything. Data, like I spend more time. Learning about how to clean my boat than I did actually cleaning my boat. <laughs> Hope my boss is not listening, but um, YouTube, you can learn anything. So I watched about 40 videos on how to clean a boat, and my I needed to clean the carpet, you know, because the carpet gets really gross. It's got coffee all over it. You know how many times I spill the gulp? The gulp smells terrible, right? Yeah. I use gulp all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Taste terrible. No matter though. how tight you get that, <laughs> taste terrible. I get you. Um, no matter how tight you get the cap, it always spills all over. Yeah. It. And then you're. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. It's like I think it gets in the threads. They need a new kind of cap or something. Yeah, I always like a it, so. rubber gasket. Yep. Coffee, everything. So I finally did some research. Some people say use um, shaving cream and scrub it in and then clean it out. I just didn't feel comfortable spreading shaving cream all over the whole boat. And then, hmm. and then uh, finally I found one that said Dawn. So I I, I got some just regular Dawn now, and, soap, and yeah. bought a brush and scrubbed in the carpet. Hosed it, just saturated it, scrubbed it really well, saturated it again. Uh, you have to make sure that you vacuum everything first. But, man, it turned out great.
1: Good.
0: I've read good things about Dawn. You're talking about T-A-W-N, yeah. right? It's good yeah. for darn near anything. That's and what they were cleaning
1: uh, yeah. uh, animals with in that big oil spill in That's Louisiana. Right. Numbers of right. years ago. They were using Dawn dish yeah. soap.
2: You know what else I use is I use that to clean my dad's muzzle loader. Really? Yeah. I use used- it as body wash.
3: I mean, if it's good enough to clean Are baby ducks, yeah, it's absolutely. good enough for me. You, yeah. you use
2: it as actual body wash?
0: Yeah. Like, regularly? No. That's why
2: he has the body <laughs> of a baby duck. <laughs> yeah. My little duckling over there.
0: And somebody else who really, really likes Dawn is Tony Orlando. Oh, no, I'm just kidding Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you. Gotta,
3: that's boomer humor.
0: you got to be 50 years old to understand that joke. 60 years <laughs> old. Uh, Real quick on- Tony Orlando and Dawn. never heard of those guys? No. <laughs> no idea. Honey, know. I'm too old. Uh,
1: speaking of mark where you're saying the the weather's been different this year we had baseball uh, the player appreciation day for kids yesterday last year it was 105 degrees and yesterday it was 49 wow. yeah it was brutal Crazy. i was
2: chilled to the bone yesterday yeah especially on a lake um so i was t- oh yeah so i went fishing had a great time with that um there's a lot of things going on in the outdoors world right now for one um it's, it was just announced that Power Lodge bought Miller Marine. I saw that.
1: Did you see that? Yes.
0: Yeah, we might have uh, Corey on at about 6:35. To uh, oh, is he going to actually? Well, we talk text to him? back and forth, yeah. So I think it's going to work. So we're going to have him on hopefully about 6:35 and do the big announcement with Corey. Cool. Yeah, that's a cool deal.
1: My um, little breaking news that happened in my life today: I'm headed to the Boundary Waters later this Attaboy. week. So my uh, in law, my brother in laws are going. I don't know. They've asked me for a couple, two, three months, and my back hasn't been great still. But uh, they're not doing as much canoeing, which is great. So, so
2: basically, they're driving to the boundary house to drink <laughs> Any uh, Yeah. Well, no pho.
1: No pho. Um, I won't be drinking. Mm-hmm. But uh, Yeah, you're sober now. Yep, since February 3rd. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go. We're leaving Thursday, coming back uh Sunday, I'll be back for the show to do talk about. Do you know where it. you
0: guys are gonna be going in and what lake you're planning on <sighs> camping I, by?
1: I do, but I, I'm gonna be might be wrong on this, so don't hold me it. I believe it's called Perch Lake. I wow. don't know. Don't know. But I'm gonna stop what in you and see where we're guys.
0: Probably perch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no perch in it. So you're That was leaving. my best, Chris Farley. <laughs> you're leaving what day? Thursday. Okay, you're gonna stop up and see uh, yeah. Chris and, and Steve yep, at Arrowhead. That was, that was my plan.
1: Outdoors. I haven't met them in person, so I thought I'd stop by and do that. Check them out because uh, we're staying at Claude's again, and I don't think they're far from Claude and Ely.
0: Uh, he's about. A, I, I bet he's an hour away, damn near. I think. Darn near. Oh. Uh, Darn near. I'll, I'll make it mm-hmm. over Darnier. there. Yeah. Well, good. Good for you. Have fun.
1: I'm excited Are I really you to fish. yeah yeah and that's what they picked this lake for because it's a lot easier lake to get into um, but it's a really 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 good uh, fishing lake. And we're going with some guys. (laughs) Strew can laugh about this because we didn't really fish last time when we went. I fished? (laughs) Yeah. You never got in a canoe. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there's a couple guys, I think, like Matt's brother-in-law, Neil. You know Neil. Yeah. Uh, He's really big into fishing. So it'll be fun. I'm going to make sure that I really do some fishing. Well,
0: here's some fish you might be catching. This is from Jerry. I forget Jerry's last name. Yellen. No, not (laughs) Yellen. Anyway. Caught those up north in that same general area this last couple of days. Those wow. are some big crappies. That's some really nice crappies. I don't know what lake he is on, but he said, get up here. Uh, the timing is good. So yeah. Steve, And Steve Renneberg will give you some ideas as well. Arrowhead Outdoors i will oh, give you some good I'm ideas. I'm for sure going to
1: stop in there. Yeah. And uh, I heard the weather is going to be beautiful. It's Memorial Day weekend coming up. It's going to be nice, which is it's supposed to be kind of 60s all week here, and then I think it jumps up into 70s and 80s. So up there, that'll probably be what 60. Do you know
0: since we have we have to uh, part of our job was to educate our clients how how long prior to you guys taking this trip did you have to make the reservations for the campsite?
1: Uh, Matt did that. Matt, I don't know when it was. It pro- my guess is like it opens. He is super on like yeah. that opens up. Yeah. There's a day that it opens up, and he's like, we got to get on it. So. I don't know when it is. Do you normally go this early? It seems like... Yeah, we went around this time, and end of May last time.
0: I think so. It might have been the first or second week in June at the latest. Yeah, but right yeah. around Memorial Day. And right now, it's I'm telling you, they're going to be on fire. You're going to do fine. And it's no exciting. bugs. It's going to be beautiful.
1: Yeah. No bugs would be nice. Yes. Yeah. And even if it's like 50 at night, like that's beautiful sleeping weather. So
2: I saw in the... Well, you're not technically in Canada, but I saw in the outdoor news this week that they're no longer allowing any sort of live bait whatsoever to be brought into Canada. Weird. At all. So that is weird. We always, brought, we always brought night crawlers, like six dozen night crawlers or whatever. But, uh, yeah, you can't do that at all anymore.
1: Hmm,
0: that you know, is crazy. You know, my guess is that it, it's like down here, most people, most of the guys we know, the pros and guides that we yeah, like know, us. they fish with plastics and artificial yeah. stuff, and, art, and they use maybe live bait. of the time, I think they adjust and you learn, and I don't think it'll make much difference up there after a while. But people like me- Well, you can buy it there. I mean, it's not
2: like you cannot- But, oh, okay. Uh, I
1: wonder if you could bring it in if it's vaccinated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, can bring me in. <laughs> got, you, got a bucket, you got a bucket full of minnows a little masks on them. You know? <laughs> yeah. Little worm masks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I
1: know we've talked about this hundreds of times. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. My thing is, is I'll spend a hundred dollars on bait and I'll use that same dang gold jig the yeah. whole time. <laughs> I won't even take it rest. So, but we'll probably. I'm never. I'm gonna pack more. I didn't really pack much for fishing last time, so. Maybe I should reach out to Steve and see what I should bring. Um
0: He'd and, love that. Yeah. He would love maybe that. Maybe
1: just make a little pack and
2: I'm Isn't gonna I'm gonna ask though? and
0: ask him about Perch Lake. What, what I'm going to.
2: I what? have I have absolute bins full of jigs. Oh yeah. Like just regular jig you know, round jig heads, the, the typical kind you get. I I do use maybe four a year. Yeah,
1: I do too. I'm not kidding. I'll go to Fleet Farm. We have a father-son trip every year. I spend average, a minimum $100 Uh on bait, and I use the same gold jig. Well,
2: and what happened was, and why I have such a collection, whenever I'd go with my dad to Canada, right? you're like, okay, I need jigs. And I would buy one of every single color, like a pack of every color. And I use maybe, I have my favorites. Everyone has their favorites. I use two or three max. Yeah. So I have like every color you could possibly want. I've been, and you, I use pink, green, and that's about it.
0: And if you like me, it's not the fact that you, you, you think, this, think this bait is going to be good for the rest of the day. Just too darn lazy to tie those knots. Yes. Oh, yeah. You got to cut the line, put a yeah. new bait on. Yeah. It's I, just too much work.
1: I went fishing with a guy, uh, Craig Larson, actually, <laughs> Craig's quality jigs, like, I don't know, eight years ago on the Mississippi. And this is, like, I'm coming from, I'm the, I should get a gold jig tattooed on my arm because it's all I've, my tried and true. <laughs> That's when in doubt, gold jig. Sammy Gold Jig. Gold member. But anyway. Nothing he, but a gold jigger. He, yeah, <laughs> he pulls up his, like, tackle, like, storage in his boat. Uh-huh. There's 10 to 12 of the plastic clear, you know, crank bag holders. He picks it up. Each one, he has, like, laminated four-by-six information card on each thing. Like, what's the proper depth? How much line to let out? And I'm like, wow, that's why I don't catch fish. <laughs> There's no instructions hey, this on a be gold fun. jig.
0: This would be fun. Tonight, we're going to talk with uh, Gary Benson, the fishing fireman, and Tony Roach from up on Malax, And ask them, literally... How often do they change their baits? Yeah. Do they sharpen their hooks? Or is this all just a, you oh. know, all that kind of thing. You That's know, definitely yeah. something I've never done. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never I've, done that <laughs> in my life. Yeah. If yeah. it's rusty, I feel like the water will yeah. work it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: I have I have
2: bent a hook from straight to curved again because I didn't want to retie it. Yeah.
0: I've done that too. Like Which on, I'm sure a, it's way weaker. On you know? a
1: snag or on like a bigger fish yeah. that bends it. I've done yeah. that. You know, the pliers bend it back. But we should ask them because. We have,
0: we have so much advice to offer from the four outdoors. <laughs> don't we? What How should I use? US, Gold yeah. jig well, in mark, the you, mark, you got a shout out or something? You're looking at yeah, your phone. I was
2: going to do the um, Devil's Lake thing. Oh, but, yeah. What, um, what are you
0: talking about? High water? What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I saw that four feet high. Who sent, what did you send me that?
0: Uh, uh, mark, I, I posted mark, it on
2: Facebook um, the other day. I just got away
0: from it one second. So what does it refer to about water depths and layers? Water's
2: going up. So um, in, in relation, I think it said, I should, I should look at it before I quote this. I'll find <laughs> yeah. it. I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. I was about to throw out numbers. Hey, tell you what, I love this. <laughs> Second opinion. Listen yeah. to
0: this. Listen. We were so prepared. Mark was all excited about talking about this. While we're in our car on the way here, he's looking it up on his phone. I got it. I got it. Now we're here. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. Yeah. I had it on my phone,
2: and then you're like, oh, I should do shout-outs. Let me do shout-outs now. There's just a few, and I will look up the research, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. Soon. But uh, thank you, everyone, for writing the shout out, the picture is my son Nick on our trip yesterday. No big crappies, but we did. We caught a giant perch, um, which is fun to see. But um, also a, a big musky or northern or something swirled up after our jigs, which was that's fun. fun. So thank you everyone for writing in on the shout outs. First one is from Jennifer Zeiss. Saturday night boat launch with the family. A little chilly, but we had fun. Twin Cities Wally's Unlimited says happy Sunday. We had our TCWU Spring Club outing on Buffalo Lake. Lots of fish caught and great time with friends. Um, There's a smallmouth from Justin Zeiss picture. And then Craig Rudolph Jr. said, No fishing this weekend. Worked on the cabin, getting things ready for next weekend. I heard, um, actually, we should take a break. Let's talk more fishing after the break, and I will find out actual information on Devil's
0: Lake. Gary Benson, fishing fireman, is going to be on there next.
1: In with the four outdoorsmen, find them at mybobcountry.com under the weekend tab. We all know there are a lot of hard water fans out there, and you'd ice fish every day if you could. Sam here, I prefer sunshine, 70 degrees, sight fishing for panfish, or trolling for walleyes. And if you're like me, it's not too early to plan your trip for the opener to Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Wait a second, there's no opener on Devils. Walleye season is open 12 months a year, 24 hours a day. You can keep five a day, ten in possession, and there's no slot limit. Devils Lake, a fisherman's paradise. Check out DevilsLakeND.com. Looking for the perfect northern Minnesota family summer vacation? then you must check out Balsam Beach Resort and RV Camp just south of Bemidji. The fishing on Lake Plantagenet is great, but the emphasis here is family. The cabins are beautiful yet rustic, the grounds perfectly maintained, the beautiful pool is heated, and there are plenty of water toys to keep the kids smiling all day long. See for yourself why many guests return year after year after year, the four outdoorsmen included. Visit BalsamBeachResort.com.
4: Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with the combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com is the season of camping, boating and fishing. And you don't want to be left out because your trailer's broken. Crystal Welding in Maple Grove can fix it and get you back to the outdoors. Crystal Welding offers a wide variety of services including welding, maintenance and repairs for all types of trailers. Crystal Welding is your one-stop shop for all of your trailer needs. Go to crystalwelding.com for more information. Crystal Welding. Solutions. Service. Results. Crystal Wel-
2: Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues? Excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side by sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry.
4: Hey, it's Jim Erickson, and join me for the All Request Lunch Hour this upcoming Wednesday and every other Wednesday at the Buffalo American Legion, post number 270, noon to one. Request a song, have lunch, have fun. The Bob FM All Request Lunch Hour, live at the Buffalo Legion this Wednesday.
3: Buy a voucher good for four people to jump for one hour at Air Max in St. Cloud. Test your abilities in the dodgeball court or foam pit. There's even a court for the littlest ones to jump with their parents. Only on DealsOnRadio.com. Deals on Radio. serious extra cash i'm downloading the free upside app now
2: download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo
5: code start for a five dollar bonus on your first tank that's promo code start you can cash out anytime write your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other
2: brands just download the free upside app and use promo code start for a five dollar
4: bonus on your first tank that's code start for a five dollar bonus
0: Country Bob hey, welcome back to the Four Outdoorsman strewman Man, Mark, Sam, Brandon. And Mark Fisher just showed up for Real Talk Outdoors that follows us at 7 o'clock tonight. If you guys got nothing going on? You're in the car driving home from the cabin? Tune in to 106.1 FM. Stay there if you would and uh, listen to uh, Mark Fisher and the Real Real Talk Outdoors. If you want
2: real fishing advice. Yeah, not us. Yeah, you go to them. Not us.
0: If you want people who pretend like we know what we're doing, hey, you got the right show. I don't think we
2: really even pretend, do
0: we? I bet
1: Mark Mark uses more than a gold jig.
0: I think he does. He's got a couple of jigs. Hey, I'll tell you what, we got a brand new guest on the show right now, and I'll be having like once a year, a couple of times a year. I call him the fishing fireman because he's got the best job in the world. Gary Benson, welcome to the Four Outdoorsmen. Hey, how you doing? Every day's a gift, young man. I hear the wind. You must be in a boat right now.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, we're out here fishing a little nothing snapping yet, but getting closer to the good time.
0: Now how many how many years have you guys done this together? You got a, a group of guys, ten or fifteen guys that go up to this lake every year. How many years have you been doing this?
4: Well, my cousins they've they've been coming up here for like thirty five years. They used to come up with their dad, you
0: know, in the younger days. Yeah.
4: And then I've probably been coming up here. It's probably my seventh year now. Once they, you know, screwed up my lack, you couldn't keep anything, I started coming up here then.
0: Well, and from what you've been showing me today, and every time you you were up there, you show me fish you guys catch up there. You're doing as well as you do on Malax, from what i from what I can see.
4: Yeah, no, this is. I mean, actually, it's kind of a slow right now because that cold front kind of slowed it down a little bit. But we got you know six yesterday and caught two today ourselves, and my cousin's got you know a handful. But yeah, my you know, my son got a. 27 last night and Ooh. a 26 and a half and a 24 and then we kept three eaters
0: all right what do you do now what do you do differently now when with the weather changing as compared to let's say what it's 70 degrees and sunny and and calm what what kind of changes have you made
4: well we're going a little slower trolling trying to but the wind's kind of
0: you know message you up once in a while but
4: uh we're just trying to slow it down a little bit you know and that seems to help but um but you know the guys that were up you know the old timers that live up here they said it, it was fishing was really good and then just it just slowed down now but you know it's starting to warm up so hopefully it'll pick up here in the next few days again you know but we're still catching you know plenty not the usual you know <laughs> where you're just pounding them constantly but it's yeah. still good yeah but the crappies aren't uh, uh my brother and cousins they're trying the crappies but they're not in the shell right now because the water is only 52 degrees here
0: what do you uh so what, not... what do you need for temperature water temperature for crappies
4: well they they usually i usually say they usually say like around i think 58 form spawning i could be wrong but somewhere around there you know
0: do you uh do you take into consideration water temperature more for crappies than you do walleyes
4: yeah yeah for the spawning because uh, one of my cousins up here, his buddy was up last week, not this lake, but right around here, and he said they were just hammering the crappies in two feet of water. Wow! You know, cause, but he said it was 59 degrees when he was up last week fishing, and you know, so it's cooled down a little
0: bit. The uh, you just sent us a couple of pictures of the fish you were talking about, and there's some beautiful. Not, they're not only like 27 inches, 26 inches; they're nice and fat. That's wonderful. Now. Are you okay if I if I post those? We put them on our Facebook post as long as I don't make, mention the name of the lake. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I'll do That's that. Fine. I was going to ask you the name of resort, but that wouldn't do you any good. You, <laughs> you kind of give away your thing. But uh, yeah, what it now? What is your presentation? Now, I know you're slowing down, but what are you using for bait? Are you jigging? Are you gold just, jig? A gold jig, yeah. But what are you using for bait? What are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> okay.
4: No, we're just we're just we're just Lindy rings. Oh, you got one. Um, we're just Lindy rigging right now. we got different color hooks on and just just seeing what works the best. And, uh, you know, we tried bobber fishing. Oh, I didn't, but my brother tried a little bobber fishing last night, but um, that wasn't working out for him last night either. So, I don't know. We're just touching
0: around. It's just beautiful out here. Better than work. Sam's got a question.
1: Yeah, we were talking about this a little bit before <clears throat> you got on the air with us. How often do you, like, mix up your presentation?
4: You mean switch it up? Yeah. Yeah, well, we well, it kind of depends. Like last night, the pink hooks were working really well, and then uh, today my son got a couple on a blue hook. So we kind of just we kind of try different colors and then see see what they're biting on. And then we kind of all switch to the one that seems to be working the best at night. You know.
2: Now, Gary Mark here, you're telling me that. You you float this rig by a walleye, and he's like, "Man, it's a pink hook. I don't know." <laughs> yeah,
4: I, yeah, I know. Like it really matters, but yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Hey, I tell you what, Gary, Gary, Gary plays senior softball, and again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pat you on the back here. I think he's one of the top ah, ten senior softball players I've ever played with, and he's a great athlete. But all these guys, and Gary probably included, it's like fishing or golf. Every time a new senior softball bat comes out, and they cost about two bills. Man, people jump right on them. Then 3 months later, a new senior softball, and they keep going. How many senior softball bats have you got?
4: Well, right now I only have 4, but I don't stock up like a lot of guys do. I just, you know how it is, you get those, you get those 2, 3 that are super hot, and you put them away then save them for the tournaments. Yeah. And then you get another bat and start breaking that in so when you break those hot ones, you got another one ready to go in there. But so yeah, no, I only I
0: only carry around four away, four
4: bats at a time. Kind of
0: like kind of like changing up. fishing lures and new fishing rods and all. That. Mark's got another question. Go ahead, Mark. Uh,
2: Gary, so you mentioned before that you changed it up since Malax screwed up, you know their regulations. Has that really affected like? Because you were a Malax guy for a long time. Has that changed your patterns? Do you avoid that lake, or do you still you still fish it quite a bit?
4: Oh no, I still fish it a lot in the winter time, and. Yeah. It just, I, you know, I don't know what's going on because you sh- there sure are a lot of fish in there. So I don't know what the DNR is talking about, you know, but right. only keep one and 21 to 23 inches. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, when you get roach on, he'll probably, he probably sees a ton of fish in there, too. I mean, you know, it's guaranteed. And then this year, ice fishing, God, there was, there was so many perch. When you put a camera down, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's got to be a really good put, perch hatch in there right now because they're they all over the place now. So yeah, I don't know what's going, on. but there sure are some nice big ones in that lake.
0: So how long have and you been? Yeah, now you. How long have you been fishing Mille Lacs? I know you know that lake like the back of your hand. How long have you been fishing that lake?
4: Oh God, I mean, I all the time. I ever since I was a little kid, my dad used to bring me up there fishing all the time. You know, and then yeah, I'd come home on leave, I'd go fishing on that lake. Yeah, no, I just love that lake, especially you know back when you could keep fish.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, well, that's
4: why I started coming up here. Because that one year, they said that you couldn't
0: keep any fish. Remember yeah, that? that? Yeah. Was
4: six, seven years ago, whatever. And I'm like, well, why are you gonna go waste your time fishing? You can't even like, keep anything. You,
0: you know? know, especially right now with gas prices and all of that. It's, it's. Uh, I, I enjoy fishing as well, but I want to bring a couple home if I can. But the best thing about Malax for you, of course, it's a great fishery. The proximity to the Twin Cities is a lot better than my hunting shack up in Ealing, Minnesota, or where you are right now. So it's a hour and a half one way an hour and a half way another way, so that's not that bad. Mark's got another question.
2: I got one quick question for you, and yeah. uh, this is almost embarrassing to admit, but um, I've fished Mille Lacs many times, but I'm always with somebody, right? I'm always with uh-huh. someone that knows what they're talking about. I'm always ice fishing at a place that's set up for me. I'm kind of pampered like that. I, I, I want to just take the boys, just me and the boys, up by ourselves and fish a day in Mille Lacs. Um, where I mean, where do you recommend I launch? And uh, you don't have to be super specific, but if it's within the next couple of weeks, what kind of structure structure should I look for?
4: Well, it depends if you want like the if you want to fish the north end or the south end.
2: Probably the um, south with kids and stuff, and that's a lot
5: yeah, closer thought- to home.
4: I like Rocky Reef. That's a that's a really nice place to launch a boat there, and they're okay. really nice people, too. So, yeah, they'll take care of it, and they'll tell you where to go fish out there, too. You know, they got a lot of nice rock piles out there and, and reefs and stuff. So, yeah, it's, you know, but if you want to fish the mud, you, more have, to, you have to go more up on the north end. You can know, can you be side.
2: successful without, you know, 20 feet Lindy Rig? I mean, can you be successful <laughs> just jigging and regular walleye fishing?
4: Yeah. Well, no, you should do it. I just had a buddy that went up there with his son, and they just went up there to catch the smallmouth. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. I just saw the pictures of how big those smallmouth were they were catching. He said it was just a blast. Yep,
2: the and rock piles and don't stuff.
4: don't care what you're catching. I would go through the smallmouth.
2: That's true. Yeah, I, mean, I can't keep a walleye anyway. Might as well have the kids catch a smallmouth.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, that'd be <laughs> more exciting. As a matter of fact, um, uh, my buddy, a couple of buddies and I, Dan Boris, Bob Craig and I are going up to Malax. Tomorrow to golf at Izades and we're going to fish for a smallmouth for a couple of hours with Mark Schutz up there and then a couple of hours of walleyes. I want to catch a five-pound smallmouth. I, I, I'm, I'm, okay, I'll go down to a four-pounder. I just want to catch a couple of nice smallmouth because they're so much fun. Yeah.
4: Oh, and, I mean, my, just this morning, my cousin, he thought he had a, a big walleye on because uh, he just couldn't get it off the bottom. And he finally got it up, and it was a three pound smallmouth. Oh, boy. Fighting like crazy. Oh, yeah, he's, uh, kind of disappointing when you think it's a big walleye. But, uh, There's nothing wrong know. with that.
0: Now, me personally, at this time of the year especially, you can keep smallmouth bass, can't you? Is, is it too early yet? I do know. You can fish. Oh,
4: you can, yeah, you can keep them, though.
0: Well, I'm going to eat one then. I, I've had smallmouth before. I can't. A fish is a fish to me, especially early in the year. Do you eat smallmouth bass?
4: I, I never keep any. Well, I, we have a, our cabin's in Luck, Wisconsin, on this little small pra- private lake, and uh, and oh, I just I hate bass because there's so many largemouth in there. I mean, every cast almost you'll catch a largemouth. <laughs> you know, you try to catch crappies and you catch a largemouth. But, yeah. yeah, get these things out of here. You know. <laughs> you know you were
0: I was I've seen uh, Will Goble and your kid have been up there a number of times, of course, and and I've seen photographs from there as well. You are very very blessed. You got Malax if you want to go. You got your own place and luck, and you got this place with all of your buddies. You're a pretty special, blessed young man. You realize that, right?
4: Oh yeah, this is this is fun. You know. Oh yeah, speaking of your boy there, Wilba. Yeah. You see all the fish he's catching up in Ely right now. Uh I did.
2: It's a it's awesome. Yeah, he's cleaning house up in Ely. No, I didn't. I haven't yep. seen it.
4: So, yeah, yeah. He's been catching. He got a bunch of walleyes, and today they got a really big pike. My son said, but yep. I didn't see the picture. I've been following well uh,
2: along. I saw him. I waved to him in traffic the other day but yeah he's he's up there and he's kicking butt
0: he's got a nice place oh. we can stay at i'll tell you what gary we got a boogie we got uh somebody else on Corey king is going to be on he's uh the big shot at power lodge and he's got a special announcement for us before we have tony roach on at eight at uh so thanks for calling in uh thanks for all the updates and tips i'm gonna go out and buy some of those pink hooks i think that'll be the that's the <laughs> no, that's no no blue gold jig. Yeah, no that's blue. pink Gold. Big. That's the, that's the name of the game. Gary Benson, the fi- the fishing fireman. You take care. Have fun. Be safe. And we'll see you on the ball field, pal. Hey, all right. We'll see you. Thanks. You bet. Take care. Speaking of Corey King, we've got Corey King from Power Lodge on right now. Corey, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you, guys. How was your day? Did you, you don't work on Sundays. What do you do on Sundays?
3: Uh, You know, today was a bunch of yard work. It was uh, pulling stumps and uh, roots out. So uh, really nothing too much fun. Just your work around the house.
0: I imagine you get a chance to use some of that gear, try some of that gear and stuff you get at Power Lodge to help you out. Yeah, I imagine, right? No,
3: yeah, my, uh, my, my polar Sportsman did definitely help rip the roots out. It was uh, a little bit of a battle, but we got her done.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Speaking of that, uh, Mark and Sam are next to me, and, and Mark's got a, a little bush in his front yard. He wants it's, to it's pull out. It's a big it's bush. It's a bush. And, and Sam shows up with a – tell him, what you get. this thing had to be 8 inches by 4 inches. Go ahead, tell him. I'm talking yeah. about the clasp.
1: Of. Um, yeah, it's a ratchet strap. I used it to square up a barn, but it's probably, the handle's probably six inches wide, and then if the ratchet's all the way open, it's, it's probably 15 to 18 inches open. It's it's probably I don't know 20, 25000 five thousand pound.
2: It would
0: pull. Right. It would pull down Mark's house. I I-S- asked
2: yeah. him, "Hey, do you do you have something I could use to pull out a plant?" And he comes with the biggest barn raising ratchet strap I've ever seen. He <laughs>
0: put it in my trunk, and my front two wheels went off the ground. <laughs> I'm I gave you a cable you. <laughs> and
1: a come alongs too.
0: Jeepers! Anyway, Corey, welcome back. The Corey's with Power Lodge, one of our great sponsors Uh O'Namia and up north, someplace else, and right here in Ramsey. Brainerd, yeah. Uh, Tell us all about – you have a new announcement. Tell us what's going on.
3: Yeah, you know, so uh, uh, huge news around the Power Lodge. We've uh, just welcomed in Miller Marine to the Power Lodge family, so they are now uh, under our umbrella, if you will. So largest Bennington dealer, largest Yamaha outboard dealer in the world, and just a class act all the way around, and so just a perfect fit for our team. It's been phenomenal to work with those guys and kind of get them on board and, and, you know, just kind of a shared passion of getting people out. On the water, enjoying everything that, that Minnesota has to offer—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's kind of been a
0: dream come true, guys. Oh, that's wonderful.
2: Well, congratulations, Corey. Now that's an that's a huge dealership, isn't it? I mean, just as far as square footage, I mean, that really really adds to your guys's uh, inventory space. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, it, it's 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 actually housed inside of an old walmart building so we've got hundreds of pontoons that can be indoors out of the elements that people can come in check them out peruse you know it's phenomenal and in addition to bennington we've got smoker craft star craft so fishing boats deck boats um really you know just like the power lodge mantra nothing but fun i mean just nothing to get out and enjoy your family more than boats and and uh so it's it's been a great ride
2: well, what I love about you guys is you have just about every kind of boat now. I mean, if you're brand specific, you can hook them up. They can ship it right down to you and Ramsey, can't they?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, between Ramsey, Onamia, Brainerd, and now Miller Marine, we've got Alumacraft, Lund, Ranger, Triton, um you know, Godfrey Pontoons, Bennington Pontoons, Smoker Craft, small family-owned fishing boat company, Starcraft, um, obviously huge powerhouse in the industry. So really no matter what kind of boat you're looking for, one of our stores is going to be able to take care of you. And then long-term down the line, any of our stores can service those boats. So it's great no matter where you buy that boat, long-term we're there to winterize it, store it, give it a tune-up, add new electronics, whatever you might need. Uh, so it, it, it's really a neat addition to the, to the family.
0: Where is the uh, excuse me? Where is the geographical location of Miller Marine? Uh, that is in St. Cloud. Um, so, so
3: not near to any of our other dealerships. So, just kind of expands our our dealership oh, network yeah. again. Yeah. Um, actually, like I just sold a used pontoon yesterday uh, to somebody that lives in St. Joe. So, their servicing dealer is going to be Miller Marine. Uh, so, it's great we can start the relationship down at Ramsey. They can end the relationship up in St. Cloud, and and really all that matters is the people that are on the lake enjoying the boat.
2: Well, Kurt, we got to let you go soon, but I have a really quick question for you. Can, mm-hmm. can I order paint through you for my Lumacraft to fix some chips, or do I have to go through Lumacraft?
3: No, you should be able to do that. Sometimes, it, depending on the, the the dock rash that you've got going on there, yeah. uh, we might have uh, some small touch-up paint in stock if you needed larger portions. Uh, then we can take a look at that, too. But if, if you want to uh, stop in the dealership, I can help you out with that and get you Ooh. pointed in the right direction.
2: Sounds like I'll see you on Monday, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perfect. Hey Corey, take care of yourself. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Four Outdoorsman. Thanks for being a sponsor, and thanks for all you do for all the people who love the outdoors. Power Lodge, you guys. Power Lodge, take care, young man. You too. It's a good man, and that's a good story. Hey, gonna be right back with uh, another one of our friends, Tony Roach, the Tony, Roach. the Tony Roach. I bet I bet he was fishing on the last. Today we're gonna find out and see what's going on up there. Listen to Total Country Bob
1: FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Thanks to Aurora Asphalt and Concrete. Go to aurora-asphalt.com for
4: a free quick estimate.
0: You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devils covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated right one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit LakeND.com. and thanks.
3: Dezeal Heating and air conditioning has let the dogs out, and their two fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Dizeel help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dizeel Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DizeelHVAC.com. That's D E Z I E L
0: HVAC.com. Balsam Beach Resort, the only resort on Lake Plantagenet, and that's five miles south of Bemidji. With 2,500 acres of pristine waters, you're gonna find some of the best fishing northern Minnesota has to offer. Balsam Beach has been owned by Patty and Clint for nearly 30 years, so you know they treat their guests as family. There's something for everyone from swimming, biking, hiking, daily activities, even Friday night bonfires, or just relaxing in the sun. Let the simple pleasures of fresh air and sunsets do their magic, at Balsam Beach Resort.
2: What's the difference between a good net and a great net? Simple, it's all in the features. The Fortis Nets by Clam Outdoors are tough, safe on fish, easy to use, and are backed by a limited time warranty. So you can count on your landing net, catch after catch. Available in a wide array of options for all types of anglers, choose from various hoop shapes and sizes, handle lengths and colors. You pick the net that fits your fishing needs and style the best. Learn more at clamoutdoors.com. Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues, excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side by sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches roofs, USB charging ports, handguards and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. Total Country Club FM.
0: Maybe we're back. All right, the first couple of weeks of fishing in uh, the state of Minnesota are nothing with the 4 outdoorsmen. Unless we have Tony Roach on. Tony, thanks for being being back on the show.
5: Hey, thanks for having me, guys.
0: Are you in the house or are you in the water? What's going on with Tony Roach?
5: Uh, I'm standing in my yard. I'm about to burn some brush. I got the grill going, and we're shooting our boat.
0: You're shooting your (laughs) boat? Well, that's a a, a trifecta right there. You got a lot of (laughs) stuff going on.
5: Yeah, it's a nice evening. You know, I figured... uh, come out and do a little bit of activities we've been running around we've been pretty busy i mean i've been busy on the water so it's it's fun to get a few little projects done and relax a little bit
0: i mentioned this when i did my promo apparently did you fish mille Lacs last weekend for the opener did you yeah, got, did, yeah. and you guided I've been, I've been
5: right oh go, right, go and, ahead no
0: and you guided on mille Lacs last weekend
5: no um uh, opener always family we uh we do a little crappie fishing usually on Fridays if it's nice, and this year was. And then we do a traditional fish fry with our buddies, and then, uh, yeah, it's just family. It's some friends of mine, uh, um, my buddy Hammer, a bunch of bunch of guys that we've we've fished together on opener for a long time, my dad, my son, and, and uh, it's more of a family tradition.
0: You know, I, I forgot about that because I remember last time you were on the show, we talked about this, and I asked you, if, I, if you could get paid $2,000 or $3,000 for a four-hour fishing gig on opening day, would you do it? He says, nope, it's all family. And I respect that, and I'll never forget that again. So I'm proud of you. Keep that, keep that tradition up because uh, it'll keep you going. What then. about $10,000? There's got to be a price. No, Come no, on. No, no, no. Tony said there's no price. There's no price. He takes his family with him. Speaking of that, now how about this weekend? What was fishing this weekend for you?
5: Uh, fishing this week's been pretty good. I've been on Malax. Uh, I was out on on Leech Lake for a few days. Uh, even had a chance to fish some walleyes on a small lake. And yeah, fishing's been good. You know, I I thought maybe with the late ice out, maybe be a little bit goofy, but it hasn't been. It's been great. Uh, uh, really good jig bite on Malax and Leech. You know, Malax th- th- definitely the bites a little slower than it has been the last few years. However. When you find those pods of fish, um, it, it seems like you can get them to go. I mean, I've, I've been doing okay on jigs and minnows, and uh, particularly, you know, jigs and chiners, jigs and spot tails. Uh, same on Leech Lake, you know. You had to find those kind of wind-driven areas. Is a lot like Winnie and Leech right now where there's a ton of bait in the lake, which is great to see, uh, but you've got to have some wind. You know, they're a little more wind-driven. I think you're going to see that all year. Uh spots where the wind's been blowing in for a few days that's where you're going to want to target some of those fish and you know the fish are well past the spawn right now um i, I noticed a few male males kind of melting right around the opener after that uh everything seems to be like moving quickly you know that i'm starting to see some fish out on secondary break lines um that means there's going to be a big transition of fish over the next week or so out to some of the mud flats the gravel bars so there's going to be lots of opportunities catch walleyes on mille Lacs in a lot of different areas you're not going to have to be packed in those shorelines anymore uh it's amazing to me how fast that water warmed up and with all the rain we had and those warmer temperatures those surface temperatures creeped up a lot quicker than i was expecting
0: so if someone's going to be going to mille Lacs this next week he was suggesting go out toward the mudflats right if they want to catch a few walleyes
5: yeah you know um the morning evening bite has been the best you know if you're going to bobber fish in the evening some of the secondary gravel bars, some of the offshore structure, uh, those are great places to kind of target, especially in the evening with bobbers, or you can touch jigs. Jigs and plastics have been working really well. Uh, but yeah, during the daytime, especially if there's if there's no wind, some of those first mud flats or some of those first gravel bars out from shore are starting to hold fish. And so Memorial Day weekend's always kind of a good weekend to start to explore some of those spots and. I really recommend driving around and looking for fish before you decide to fish. Mille Lacs is one of those great lakes that, you know, the walleye just stick out on your sonar, whether you're using a flasher or you've got a brand new unit. Um, you know, the fish tend to stick out because you don't have vegetation. Uh, you can see them really easy. And so drive around until you find those fish before you actually decide to fish. It, it's going to help. You know, the past few years, the fishing's been so good because the you know, the fish had little or no bait fish. You could kind of drift anywhere and catch them. Now you're going to have to target them in specific areas. But, yeah, um, you know, using rigs and leeches out on the mud, uh, even night crawlers, spinners, um, those are all going to be in play. But bobber fishing and jigging has been by far the best this week.
0: I can do that. I'm a left-handed pole lock. from the east side of St. Paul. I can use a bobber, and I know how to use a jig. Mark, go ahead.
2: Tony, uh, Mark here. And I talked with our last guest a little bit about how, um, I have this overwhelming desire to take the boys out on Malak sometime, but it is a little intimidating, uh, such a big body of water that you're not used to. Um, what kind of stuff should I be looking for? You mentioned the mud flats and the breaks, and we, we know about that, but, uh, you mentioned before some gravel transitions, what should I be looking for on my, uh, my hummingbird as far as bottom, just, just where it, where it changes or is there like strips of gravel? What kind of structure should I be looking for?
5: Well, definitely the edges and anywhere where the wind's blowing, you know, you don't have to get out there in six foot waves. I mean, just a little bit of a breeze blowing into a shoreline or a point or even a point on the structure. I usually try to target points, inside turns, um, you know, something that's going to draw fish, going to hold fish, as an ambush point um you know so I'll start in those areas you know like you said Malax can be a little bit overwhelming but you don't have to jump all over the place let's say if you you know launch on the west side for the example you know pick a bay or um you know a couple sets of structure that are pretty close to you then the nice thing about Malax is there's lots of structure right so mm-hmm. if you launch out of Garrison for example start right on Garrison Reef, and then go yeah. from Garrison Reef to Three Mile mud flat to Eric. you know, there's a lot, Miramar, there's lots of areas within that little region that you can find walleyes, and lots of little nuances to the structure that are going to hold fish. What I found this year, uh, you know, the fish aren't strung out along the whole break, they're in tight little groups, and it may be on an inside turn, or it might mm-hmm. be on a sharper break. You know, if you look at your contours, if it's really flat, and then it starts to kind of tighten up a little bit. Those little corners like that hold a lot of fish. So, you know, I, I, I try to break down maps in, in that sense. And then if I find them on a point like that, let's say, oh, my gosh, I pulled up to a spot and I found them on a mudflat. Well, I'll start looking at other areas on that mudflat mm-hmm. that look similar to what I'm seeing on my map. Uh, I do the same thing with rocks. I do the same thing. I was just up on Leech Lake for a couple of days. Same thing up on Leech, you know, uh, the fish were holding to some of those areas where it goes from sand to rock. Um, I noticed it on Mille Lacs too, and it wasn't the big, heavy, chunk rock. It was sort of sand, and then as soon as it got gravelly, that's when I started marking fish. Cool. And so if you're seeing that, then you say, okay, I'm going to look for more of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's as simple as that, is breaking down those little nuances and those things. You don't have to run 10 miles in each direction trying to find fish. Right. Um. You know, start small and break down one set of structure. I mean, if you look at Malax. Like some of the mud flats are giant, like eight mile, for example, or Saguchi. I mean, you could spend weeks on just one set of structure and learning that set of structure. But Malax is a great lake to learn your electronics. You can mm-hmm. go out there, like I said, you can see fish really easy. If you want to get good at uh, your your sight imaging or your your, uh, you know, uh, forward facing sonars, go out to Mille Lacs and spend some time looking cause you're going to see walleyes.
2: Mark, go ahead. What, uh, in your experience as a guide and a father, what, what's the easiest setup for a kid to, to hook into walleyes? I, I know obviously a bobber, but if, if they're a little deep for that, what, what's the best way? Is it, is it trolling with a Lindy rig or do you think jigging is an easier way to hook up?
5: uh jigging can get a little technical you know i take lots and lots of kids fishing even my kids um jigging can be a little bit technical at times um the easiest way by far are are, is either slip bobber fishing or uh rigging live bait rigging you know what's nice out on the mudflats too is you can rig with kids and they're not going to get snagged if they feel a tug it's a fish right there's nothing to get hung up on out there so um you know, I just remember my kids, too. I bring, you know, with kids in the boat, bring lots of snacks, yep. things for them to do. I always, whether I'm using minnows or not, I'd always bring minnows for the kids to play with. Um, and then a rod holder, because lots of times just putting that in the rod holder for the kids and their are drinking juice boxes and doing other things, and all right. of a sudden, boom, they got a fish on it. It's pretty easy to do that on a lake like Mille Lacs. Can
2: you go with a slip bobber, you know, 20 feet deep? Are you successful at that or does it have to be a little bit
5: shallower? No, 100%. Uh, okay. Slip bobbers are completely adjustable. I've, you know, fish them on Mille Lacs down to 30 feet, 31, okay. 32 feet of depth. Um, one thing that's fun on Mille Lacs, especially if you get a nice calm evening, is, you know, this time of year in particular, you can go out to, you know, some of the big reefs, uh, Garrison Reef, for example, or uh, down on the south end, if you're launching on the south end, you know, Sloppy Joe's or four and five miles, you know, some of the bigger gravel bars. Mm-hmm. And just set up in the evening, spot lock your trolling motor, and, you know, casting around with bobbers is just a really fun way. I know for me, I remember as a kid catching fish on slip mm-hmm. bobbers. There's mm-hmm. two things that I remember at Mille Lacs Lake when I was a little kid, and that was trolling number five shad wraps with my dad, mm-hmm and casting slip bobbers and always having tons of success. I remember going out for my first time on three-mile rock reef, catching walleye, one after another after another on a slip bobber with my dad, and I'll never forget it. It's ingrained in my brain, and it's just an easy way to fish. And in that evening bite this time of year from now until, let's say, mid to late June is very very productive
0: boy sound like fun to me go ahead keep one going more
2: quick question sorry um if if you say you're 25 feet and you want you want to put your slip bobber at 24 what's what's your trick for getting that exactly in the right spot
5: so what i like to do is i like to use my transducer to set oh, okay. my depth okay yep, that's a good so idea i'll put a i'll put a depth bomb on and i'll drop it down and then So, like, if I drive over a spot, and, you know, a lot of times I'm laxed because of all the bug hatches, the fish might be a little bit suspended. So, let's say the fish are, it's 25 feet of water, but the fish are, you know, 21 feet down, which is is pretty common. I like to set my bobber about a foot, foot and a half above those fish. So, what I do is I take my depth bomb, drop it right below my transducer, and I'll set my depth so I'm exact on where I'm seeing the fish on my depth finder. And Mm -hmm. so, now you know you're within the range and a really easy setup is just your slip knot, your slip bobber, a small split shot, and then I like to use like a 16-ounce jig, like a long shank 16-ounce mm-hmm. jig, and tip that with a nightcrawler or a leech and, you know, spot lock in different areas and start casting to them. What's really fun is if you, you know, you had mentioned that you have a newer, like, you know, piece of electronic. If you've got side imaging mm-hmm. or if you're seeing them even on 2D sonar, I drive around until I see those fish, and then I just throw the corks right behind the boat, set the spot lock, and then voila, you know, bobbers start going down. So you're really hunting down walleyes. We do that more often than not. We call it power corking, just driving around, hunting down those fish, and then throwing bobbers on them. It's a (laughs) great way to do it with kids. It keeps the kids interested in electronics, plus you're constantly on fish.
2: (laughs) That's a genius idea. That's I'm such an idiot, you know, when I'm like, okay, I want it 15 feet. Like, I'll literally measure it out. I'm like, why don't I just drop it on the side
3: and set the bobber? Yeah, I'll tell you, <laughs> you.
0: We're talking about Tony Roach, of course, a professional guy up there near in Mille Lacs, all over the place up there. But uh, those folks who are listening right now, don't get confused. This is not real talk of outdoors <laughs> where you actually learn crap. You know, this is the four outdoors, and we like to have fun. And, Tony, I think the only reason Mark wanted you on was to get 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 a, get a lesson a free fishing definitely, lesson you, definitely definitely he learned he learned a lot that's wonderful yeah, information uh, Tony thanks a lot Sam go ahead
1: there was another reason we had you on Tony what's your opinion on the gold jig <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Tony that's kind of an inside joke we had a uh, guest on who's fishing up north a friend of ours and and. Uh, he says he's using it once. We'll go to a pink hook and a blue hook, and we think, ah, we don't. I don't want to take the time to change all this. And Sam's got four thousand jigs. He always keeps a gold one on his line. Oh, we
1: were saying I buy every year. We do have a father-son trip. I buy at least a hundred dollars worth of bait, but I always use a gold jig for some reason.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Tony, yeah, thanks for being you're on the. Confident in hey, confidence is is uh, a big part of fishing. So whether it's a gold jig, whether it's a chartreuse jig. Uh, mine's a green UV jig. I love yep. green UV. That's, uh, that's one of my go-to jigs when I start out.
0: Um, you know,
5: whatever you're confident in, that is that is a large part of fishing. Catching fish creates confidence, and if you're confident, you're going to catch more
0: fish. And Mark just wrote down green UV. I can guarantee <laughs> you that. Tony Roach, thanks for being on the 4 man. It's always fun to have you. Uh, keep shooting there with that bow tonight and burning some brush and, and make yourself a good dinner on the grill. And Well, we appreciate appreciate having you on the show.
5: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Good luck fishing, everybody.
0: Have a great summer. You bet. Tony Roach, one of the best boy. Now you learned something, didn't you? Buddy? I learned a lot.
2: Green UV. You, you know, just simple little things, and, and I'm glad I asked that because that's something I struggled with. How do I get the depth just right?
1: There's a lot of knowledge right there in that 10 minutes.
0: Well, there is a but lot of We're knowledge. not used to that. I'm, no. a, I'm, I'm almost Nick. Speechless. If you're
2: listening,
1: we're going to
0: Malax. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks everybody. Thanks, Tony Roach. Thanks, uh, the fishing fireman, Gary Benson. And all of you guys who listen, it's a lot of fun. Without you, we're nothing, man. Have a great week, everybody. In the meantime, our buddy Mark's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories.